and welcome to Subject ACT with me, Hedda Murray. Subject ACT brings you stories from your local Canberra community and beyond, stories with a global dimension. It's Anti-Poverty Week this week, the 11th to the 17th of October 2020, and tonight we're looking at issues as they affect us here in the ACT. In Canberra, we have tens of thousands of people living at or below the poverty line, quite unacceptable in a city with the highest standard of living in the country. So what's going wrong and what priorities should the next elected government have? With me to discuss this is Dr Emma Campbell, CEO of the ACT Council of Social Services or ACCOS. Hello and welcome Emma to Subject ACT. Thank you for having me. Emma, the anti-poverty theme this year is that poverty exists, poverty hurts and we can all do something about it. It's not about despair, but about hope. Now, one thing we can all do is make our vote count at the ballot box this week. But before we get into the election and the priorities for the new government, perhaps you could paint a picture for me of where things are at right now for those Canberrans who are paddling hard to keep their head above water. Thank you for having me in Anti-Poverty Week. Uh, it's a really important week for organisations like ATCOS, where we're able to really focus the conversation on the issues impacting Australians on low incomes and who are facing poverty. The challenge in the ACT is to remind everyone that there are, as you said, tens of thousands of Canberrans living in poverty. We have high averages here, uh, the highest median weekly income in Australia, and yet we have uh, before COVID-19, 30,000 individuals living below the poverty line. Mm. And it's just not acceptable. The two main drivers of poverty are the cost of housing and your income. We know that in Canberra, we have some of the highest rents anywhere in Australia. We know that for people on low incomes, finding property in the private rental market is almost impossible and we know that we have a shortfall of 3,000 social housing homes uh, in Canberra and then on top of that uh, we have a devastatingly low rate of job seeker and youth allowance. We have been very grateful to see the supplement that was placed on the job seeker rate during COVID-19, but already that supplement has begun to be rolled back. The first cut, $300 that took place on the 25th of September, and people receiving job seeker and youth allowance now face a further cut back to that terrible level of $40 a day just after Christmas. So what do you see as the best solution to reducing poverty? It It's not a simple answer. Mm. I think that uh, one of the most important ways of tackling poverty is to have a decent safety net for people who find themselves without a job. Mm. And that's why we have joined with ACOS, our peak body, in calling for a permanent and adequate increase to the welfare payment to JobSeeker. Uh, Raise the rate for good is the tagline of our campaign that will allow people to live above the poverty line uh, even if they don't have work but of course housing is the other side uh, of that coin and we're very disappointed that in last week's federal budget there was virtually no money for Mm. social housing and 
were incredibly disappointed that when the government was spending so much money on infrastructure, uh, none of that infrastructure was focused or infrastructure spending was focused on social housing, which um, not only helps people find an affordable home, it also boosts the economy. For every $100 million of dollars that you spend on social housing, uh, you get a boost to the economy of $130 million. Mm-hmm. So what a missed opportunity. It really is, isn't it? The housing insecurity that people face at the moment in Canberra is really shaping up to be a major issue here. What are the key issues, do you think, for the uh, major parties in Canberra, Liberal, Labor and the Greens? Look, I mean, housing is primarily the responsibility of state and territory governments. That doesn't mean the federal government doesn't also share some responsibility Mm. for that. Um, Again, we were very disappointed that the federal government didn't take this opportunity to waive a long-standing public housing debt that the ACT government has when they have done that for Tasmania. Mm. But that said, uh, the ACT government... uh, whoever is successful in this election uh, has responsibility to fix the housing crisis that we face in Canberra. Now, we welcome announcements uh, by ACT Labour around additional building of public housing, but to really fix the crisis, i.e. build another Mm 3,000 houses, we need some really creative solutions. And that means also empowering community housing providers who are not-for-profit providers to be able to build houses uh, that meet the needs of people on low incomes. And we are heartened to see that from the ACT Liberals, from the Canberra Liberals, uh, they have seen community housing as a means of uh, delivering more houses for people on low incomes with a number of measures that will provide community houses Uh, housing providers with instruments and opportunities for borrowing um, that could lead to uh, many thousands more properties. Mm. And have the Greens made any commitments that you're aware of? So the Greens have also uh, committed, I think, $450 million to building additional uh, public houses and community houses. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's A really welcome announcement from the ACT Greens. Uh, We know that they have a big focus on housing. uh, And what will be critical is that if the ACT Greens are successful in in getting into government through a power share agreement, that they focus on housing uh, in their parliamentary agreement with with ACT Labour if that's the government that's formed. Mm. Now, ATCOS has recently released 12 election issues briefs. What are some of those issues and what sort of reaction have you had from local candidates? Well, just, I mean, coming back to the issue of of cost of living, we know that other issues such as health, uh, access to decent legal services, Mm. community transport, uh, built infrastructure, also have a huge impact on, on poverty, on your experiences day to day, and for vulnerable and people on low incomes, those other key issues are so important to ensuring that your quality of life is is as it should be in a city like Canberra. Um, look, we are very concerned about the long waiting times, for example, for people who rely on the public system mm-hmm. to access healthcare. Deeply concerned also about 
the low levels of bulk billing in the ACT. Uh, so it's very important that there is a focus on ensuring all Canberrans have access to affordable health. We also uh, want to ensure that our planning systems and transport systems are inclusive of people who are vulnerable. And that means ensuring that there is better consultation with the people um, who are really impacted by these decisions and Mm. these changes. Transport's a very good example. There's often a big focus on mass transport, how you can move as many people as possible, particularly around those peak times of nine till five. Uh, But the people who really rely on public transport uh, are not necessarily the people who can access trams. They're people who don't necessarily travel during those peak times. Um, So we also need to make sure that there is a transport network that meets the needs of older people Mm. who may not be able to drive, uh, parents, mums, migrants who may not yet have a driver's license or people who work on shifts. Um, And that also includes community transport on-demand transport, which is really important to ensure that we have an inclusive Canberra. Yes, yes, it's critical, isn't it? So is there one or two key things an incoming government really must commit to, to have credibility in the space of significantly reducing poverty? Look, I, I don't I, I don't think there is. I mean, it's a complex issue. If you want me to focus on two things, of course, it would be uh, increase the job seeker and a welfare safety net um, and also uh, increases in the numbers of social housing we have. But it, it's a complex issue and the government has a responsibility to look at the wide range of areas that impact people's lives. And so, for example, investment in community services, the organisations that ACOS represents, is critical because whilst we might not be able to change the policy of the federal government, it's organisations like our members who support people who fall through those gaps, Mm. who provide the disability support, the aged care, the care for people who have lost their job or are vulnerable. And so we really want investment in the community services sector. And it makes sense because when we're talking about job creation, the fastest growing sector is our sector. It's the caring sector. And when you invest in our sector, we immediately create jobs because that's how we deliver our services. We don't build things, we create jobs. And we also, in particular, create jobs for women. Women are disproportionately represented in our sector. They're also a group that have been um, left behind by the COVID-19 crisis. And at the same time as investing in our sector and creating jobs, we're also taking care of very vulnerable people who've been impacted by the COVID-19 medical and economic crisis. So Mm. um, I I think perhaps you've asked me for one thing and I've now decided. Aside from housing and and, uh, a decent welfare safety net, because we can't necessarily certainly fix federal government policy, strong investment in the community services sector will help boost our economy and protect those who are very vulnerable in the Canberra community. So are you optimistic about what Saturday's election will reveal once the people have spoken? Um, Look, I I don't, I, I have no idea what the results will be. I hope that when people vote, they vote remembering that delivering services for people on low incomes and who are vulnerable makes Canberra a better place for all of us. I hope they also remember that none of us are very far away from having to rely on 
community services for perhaps having to rely uh, on support from a housing provider. So I think when we vote, uh, we need to vote beyond just our own experiences and think about the broader community because ultimately I think it will make a better place for all Canberrans. Yes. And in addition to making uh, our vote count, what can we do to take action on poverty right now ourselves? Yeah, look, being informed is really important. Understanding what our tax dollars go to, the importance of public services. Join ACOS. We welcome individual members and then you're able to follow the work that we do. Also, you can join the Raise the Rate campaign, uh, which is on the ACOS, Australian Council of Social Service website. Also, we will be hosting uh, an event on National Poverty Week on the 14th of October. And oh, great. details of that are on the ACOS website. Mm-hmm. It's an um, online forum that people can watch and talk about the issues facing uh, Canberrans on low incomes and living in poverty. Well, thanks, Emma, for joining us tonight to throw light on this really important issue and, well, the myriad of issues that surround poverty in the ACT. I've been talking with Dr Emma Campbell, CEO of the ACT Council of Social Services. And if you want to know more or find out about what you can do, we'll post a link to ACOS and the Anti-Poverty website on the Subject ACT Facebook page. Thanks, Emma. Thank you for having me. I'm Heather Murray for Subject ACT. You're listening to People Powered Radio, 2XXFM. FM.